Monday to everyone on Verbal Assault live stream. We are a political style talk show that um, we're, we're a podcast, but we are a political podcast. We have real people in real time with real issues. Um, I have a very, very active panel here, and that's why I'm getting sound feedback. So if everybody can be still on my panel. Okay, we got quiet now. Great. Back to back to the program. We are I am coming to you remotely from Richmond Hill in Queens, somewhere near JFK International Airport. I'm assuming all of that uh, rumble and tussle I have means that Bill from Long Island has joined us on the line. I'm going to go ahead and say hello to Bill. I can see his hat there. Um, due to the trial, um, even though we're near JFK Airport, Due to the travel ban and the global endemic, the only thing traveling right now will be today's panelists and their points of view, okay? And who knows where we may end up. So, want to be part of the conversation, or if you want to watch us, you can watch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, YouTube, Snapchat, and TikTok. Now, this program, as much as you may like it, it does not run itself. And we have a beautiful staff that is due to this whole COVID-19 thing, money is tight. But whatever you can contribute, whether you're a sponsor or a contributor, you can contribute on Anchor, Patreon, or Twitch. Now, today's commentators, let me go ahead and introduce this cast of characters. First of all, um, as you know, um, we have Mr. Brian Parker. Mr. Brian Parker is from the uh, Carolina, He's went to, let's, let, let me correct myself. He's from North Carolina. He went to the University of North Carolina and he is a parent. He works in the field of um, hospitality and um, he is someone that leans left. Let me say hello to Brian Parker. Hello there, how are you? All right, brother, you're a little slow there, but you know they're known to be a little bit slower in the South, even though you're up North, but that's okay. So, <laughs> I love that middle finger, by the way. Um, so then I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna move to um, um, our next left commentator. He is a guest. He is an entrepreneur. He, um, not only is he self-employed, but he's also someone considering running for city council here in New York City. His name is Mr. Raul Carrasquillo Jr. Raul, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Thanks for asking. How are you guys feeling? <laughs> Not bad. I'm loving that little uh, graphic behind you. What does that say? What is that, a poster of? Oh, it says come together. It's a painting. Who did the painting? It was a friend of a friend of mine. Okay, well, I, I think I need something like that in my life. So we'll, we'll need to talk after the show. Now, to get things back in order, because the left tends to be a little bit loose on this program and the right seems to be a little bit tight. 
Of course, we have uh, a descendant of uh, Samuel Adams, the maker of the beer. He also has relation to John Adams, one of our first presidents, and um, John Quincy Adams. His name is Mr. Rob Arnold. Rob Arnold is also the host of Political Firestorm. And whenever he's on the program, there's quite a bit of hail that comes down. How are you doing, Rob Arnold? Oh, hell and healthy. How are you feeling? Well, I'm feeling great. I'd be feeling better if I could see you because, you know, when you tell us that you're healthy as a Republican, I don't know whether or not to believe you being a uh, left-leaning independent host, but I'm going to have to believe you, okay? Well, you sure as, you're far not as, the, as far as the video, I can only say that when people tell me I have a great voice for radio, I'm pretty quick to say, yeah, I have a great face for radio, too. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to have to accept that as the truth. Now, um, you guys are still with me, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So the next thing that I want to do is um, I want to introduce also on the right, the Common Sense Avenger. Yes, that is the pseudonym that he is going to use for this program. The Common Sense Avenger is coming at to us live from New Jersey. Hello, sir. How are you? Common Sense Avenger. Hello. Amen. Okay. So hey, that's what happened. <laughs> uh, yes, I can hear you. You must have had a, you must have had a Republican put in your sound system. Are you able to hear us? <laughs> hear you loud and clear. And hey, thank you for having me aboard. Okay, perfect, perfect. And then let me go ahead and introduce my um, independent but right-leaning host who is an international entrepreneur. He has um, worked in Australia. He's worked in China as well as, uh, let, let me say the Philippines. He plans to take over the globe with wellness and some of his better creations. He also is involved with commodities. Um, he knows finance as well as legal. Hello to Mr. Samuel Kachera. Hello to Mr. Marquis and the whole panel. <laughs> okay, so let's go right into today's topic because it took us about 45 minutes due to technical difficulties. I'd like to say, Zancaster, we love you, but I think it is now a Zoom day. Now, I put my phone down for a second because of the fact that um, I pressed the wrong button, so my phone went black. But you'll be able to see me in a moment. We're kind of new to this Zoom thing, but we're trying it out here. So, Monday, May 11th. Um, the question is, bailouts or bankruptcy? Many states are going under. Guys, what's going on? Why are Democratic-run states begging for federal assistance? Brian, I need you to take this question first. Why are they? Well, quite, quite simply, Mark, they're having to uh, offset a lot of costs with uh, public service, and uh, they're going to need funds to keep teachers, police, firefighters, uh, employees so that they don't have to lay them off. Okay, uh, so, um, you know, I would say that that sounds great, but I'm going to lean over to the right and see what that point of view is. Uh, Common Sense Avenger, what is your comment on this? What, what, why do you think that Democratic-run states are begging for federal assistance? So that's all they know how to do is beg. 
They don't know how to make things up for themselves. They don't know how to sustain themselves. Take a look at Michigan, which is a uh, bastion of democratic rule, or Chicago, which is a bastion of democratic rule. It is absolute chaos for the um, least among them. For the people that need the greatest level of service there, who are at the lowest rung of the ladder, in all of these democratic-run states, oddly, they always seem to run out of money. They always run out of something. They always seem to have a handout. And the thing is, the first thing out of their mouths is it how do I make something? How do I earn more? It's you owe me because of fill in the blank, you know? Well, so, you know, it's a mentality that because of the people that, that actually run these states. For example, Michigan, they spent $13 million on a new floor to be refurbished for the Department of Education as opposed to building 13 new schools. Each school could have been built for a million dollars each, and they were called out for it. And there was the usual, you don't understand, insert long, elaborate explanation. Very similar to the long, elaborate explanations we're getting about Tara Reid right now. Okay, okay, okay. So thank you, Mr. CSA. Let me um, ask Mr. Raul Carasquillo. I know I butchered your name, brother, but just, just go with it, okay? Okay. Um, I want to ask you, the COVID-19 virus, uh, does it have a preference for a Republican or Democrat? Does it have a preference? No, obviously not. Okay, so then if the virus doesn't have a preference, if a state has more of a need, uh, if a state has more of a need, I hope that's no one dealing with a COVID-19 situation with the cough there. But if, but if states have more of a need because they have people dying or people in nursing homes that aren't breathing, why should we care whether the state is Republican or Democrat? We shouldn't care. I Who think cares? it's idiotic to give that. Yeah. Give that well, I mean, Marquis, you're, you're couching the question of, of you know, Democrat-run states are, are looking for uh, money from the federal level. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the red states are not uh, doing that so much. Red states are looking to open up as blue states want to keep on with this lockdown. We're going to see what the outcome of all that is. Um, I, I will say, as far as nursing homes, the governor of the Empire State in New York, my state, uh, he handed that, handed that an edict and um, uh, demanded that nursing homes take in COVID-19 patients, uh, which was asinine on the face of it. And of course, we lost 5,000 seniors uh, right there. It's a 5,000 body count of fatality uh, rate with the nursing homes. He's liable for that. One blue state. Well, well, guys, let's let's bring it back here for a second. Um, and Samuel Kachera, I want to bring you into the conversation too. Um, we're we're now talking about nursing homes and we're talking about, about convalescence care. Uh, I don't know any nursing home that leans Republican or Democrat. I don't know the virus to lean Republican or Democrat. So when there are dying bodies, and when we have uh, a situation where we have a spread of the virus because New York is now going on a downturn. Um, but I believe states like uh, South Carolina and Florida and, and, and Texas are seeing an uptick. So when the Democratic states, which tend to be more populated, are saying, we need help, why does our Republican commander-in-chief say, well, uh, you know, you should run your state better? And why does Mitch McConnell who um, is... Donald Trump never said that. 
He never actually and said that. That's a, that's, a, that's a misattributed quote. And what he said was that what Mitch McConnell said was two distinct um, choices, either file for bankruptcy, which is a business move that a lot of people do to absolve themselves of debt, or to actually ask for it, and to ask a handout. But, they can well, do either or. And that's Mitch McConnell. So you I can't try to so. drag Trump from Mitch McConnell, which well, is well, a typical well, Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell is Republican, correct? Hey, just, hey, look, you know something? Hold on, hold on. That was a question. That was a question. Is Mitch McConnell a Republican? Of course. Mitch McConnell is a Republican like you and I are both African-American, but obviously we have different opinions. Great. But Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump usually coincide on many of their decisions. Am I correct or incorrect? You don't know that. You don't have any data to corroborate that statement you just made. I don't have any data. Okay, you were saying you don't have any data. You don't have any data that shows that all of Donald Trump's moves corroborate with Mitch McConnell. If you actually look at Donald Trump's history, which a Trump fan or a Trump advocate knows, is that he is the burr in the saddle of the Republican Party. Well, well, well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why does the Commander in Chief need fans or uh, what was the other word that you used? Did you say he needs fans, supporters, people that advocate for him? That's, I mean, that's what you said. Are you that's trying you to do the? Sh- are you trying to do the shame and blame dance? You know that doesn't work with us no. anymore. We've no, evolved. But, but, Donald Trump appeals to the masculine spirit of this nation. So shame and blame. One, one second, James. I'm sorry. One second, Mr. CSA. So what happens here is that <laughs> you said his fans. Now, if he were on the Celebrity Apprentice, I would say fans. Okay. John F. Kennedy and, had fans. Right. Bill Clinton had fans. Yep. Bush oh, has fans. Obama has fans. I don't don't, don't try to make hay out of mincing no, words. Let's no, make no, hay no, out of no, having no, facts. No. Let's talk about I'm facts. Let's talk about blue okay. states always asking for money. I thought that was I, you the question. You know, but in the political world, I understand them to be supporters, not fans. And I'm holding you accountable to the language that you use. You're trying to hold me accountable for a language? It truly is. And it's semantics in the worst sort. So you can't have fans. If fans, if a president has fans, it somehow diminishes him. Obama had so many fans when he ran. Oh, they were swooning and fainting. Um, like literally, like the dude was a rock star. He was a Mr. rock star rolled up with Jesus with the Jackson Five rolled rolled up in one. And the biggest disappointment ever. Okay, great. One second. So, Mr. Samuel Kachira, my independent right-leaning co-host. What's wrong with this scenario? Just like CSA said, too many beggars. Everybody's begging for a, for a handout and not taking responsibility. Well, okay, you're right. You're right. Too many beggars. One, one second. Tighten their belts. We're too many beggars. Let's tighten the belts. Let's tighten the belts. So um, the last time I checked, um, the Republican Party was aligning with the right. And so let's go. Did you say the, the Republican Party is aligning with the right? It's the same thing. Yeah, the right. you're right. They're aligning with the right, and they're also aligning with conservatives, and they're aligning with Christians. Correct. That's all under the Republican tent. Right. Everybody thank you. Invited. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So what I'm going to like you're invited. I'm uh, waiting sorry. for you to come. Come on, man. Come on, man. I open up the gates. I've been waiting for you and Brian to run up that plantation ages now. Speaking of the gates, because I'm not sure we're going to make it to the pearly gates with this one. The Pharisees, should they have tightened their belts? When you talk about the Pharisees from the Bible? Yes. 
the Pharisees for the Bible were talking about fiscal responsibility and how they tighten yeah. their belts. Where does that show up in any of the four Gospels? Which okay. Holy cow, I want, I want to hear this. I want to hear you reconcile this one. Thank you, because in the Bible, it speaks about the beggars. And oftentimes, Christians say, what would Jesus do? So the Republican Party aligns itself. No, 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 hold on. You're just, you're Why going, you're going. No, 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 no. Go ahead, sir. Sorry. Q, hey, uh, hey, Marquis, Marquis, Marquis. No, 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 guys. Rob, Come on, I just want to say one quick thing. No, you're not going to say anything. Hold on, please. I'm just talking about finish. humanity, and I'm talking about beggars. When a person is dying or starving, do we tell them you need to not have your hand out and to tighten your belt? There's a whole big no, difference. Uh, that's, that's, I'm that's, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, ask, I'm, I'm asking Mr. CSA the question. There's a big difference one between... Yeah, okay, Rob. Hold on. Hold on, Rob. I'm going to come to you. Mr. CSA, I need you to take that first. I 100% believe as all conservative Christians do, which is why Glenn Beck showed up on the border of Mexico, not with placards and protests, I'm but with buses up. I'm going to answer your question. Because in the gospel, what it says in two parables, two clear parables, what you're supposed to do when Jesus encountered beggars. One of them was the parable of when the good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. And we are, ob- we are obligated. Yeah, obligated. We are obligated, yeah, obligated to help one another. Help one we are so, obligated to help so, one another. So, but so, hold on, sir, so, please, may, sir, may, I, may, no, sir, may, may I finish, no. sir, sir, may I finish something? Because this is the genius of Jesus. This is the elegance of his message. Because at the same time where he tells you, you are obligated to help the poor, there is also the moment when he's in the garden before he was taken away by the aforementioned Pharisees, where he went to all the different olive trees. And he went to all of them because he expected them to bear fruit, except for one. And when the one had not borne fruit, when it was its proper time to bear fruit, Jesus whispered to it, and I'm it actually withered and you. died. And I'm his apostle said, why did that happen? He said, because it did not bear its fruit in okay. the time in which it was okay. supposed to. So what happens with the right here is we tend to veer off topic. That is not back. off topic. You okay. could try to like so, convolute it, but I'm that's gonna, not I'm off topic. Answers your question. What Brian Parker has texted into this conversation, fuckery. My director has instructed me to get back on topic. So let's get back on topic. Brian Parker, what do you have to say about this? We have people dying. We have people saying, I can't work. I'm hungry. But we look at them and we say, well, you're in a democratic state. You shouldn't get help. Do we say say this is fuckery or fuck you? Brian Parker, take that. You know, a, a lot of this is just stupid anyway, because number one, you know, we had no problem giving businesses handouts. Now well, why not? Talking, why, well, now, doesn't the trickle economy work for everyone? Oh, sure it does. This whole thing is predicated on the fact that we're not going to give money. You're, like, on, no one's denying the money. Nobody's denying on, the money. Hold, Hold on, hold on. Let's come back. Let's come back to Brian. Brian, were you completely? Did you complete? No, of course not. I mean, this is what they're going to do this entire time. Anytime you say two words, and they go jump in because they think what they got to say is more important. Well, the show is what we like to do. Thinking is what we like to do. It's what we tend to do on the right. Okay, Brian Parker, you were saying. You know, when you sit in there, and and it's funny from from Republicans that think you know you you take care of the businesses and then they take care of their people. Well, these states are like their own businesses. And now they're running red deficits because of all the spending that they're having to do. Yet Republicans are trying to sit there and frame it as, well, if they weren't taking care of undocumented immigrants, if they weren't running their states into the ground from a president that has run his businesses into the ground. All of it is absolutely true. 
I digress. It is a fact. Well, okay. you use this to take a cheap shot but, like but, that. But they're all in the red. Oh, cheap yeah, 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 because I'm sure okay. that some somebody just mentioned Tara Reed a, a little while ago did not do the same. I okay, well, hold on, hold on. That's you're that's gonna, you're gonna, that's you're gonna reduce Tara Reed. You shouldn't do that, man. If you okay, listen, come, come no, back for a second. Come back. Let's, let's come back. Let's come back. And I'm gonna ask the next question. I'm gonna, uh, Raul, I'm gonna ask you to take this question. What's that? Does Montana have the same needs as New York? I mean, what? Dude, I mean, these questions. I have to, yeah, it's a dude. It's an irrelevant. Honestly, it's an unnecessary question, dude. Of course, it's unnecessary. Everybody's suffering somewhere along the line, anyway. You know? Everybody's so suffering help, somewhere, and we all have to, yeah. and we all have to help each other to alleviate suffering. Well, hold on, hold on. And I think the argument between the right and left is how we alleviate that suffering. Yeah, exactly. One second. You know? So let's come back. So Raul, you said the question. You said the question is unnecessary. And then we go to Mr. S go ahead. You were saying. Yeah, no, because I mean, dude, yeah, because every state is suffering some way, some shape, form, or another. You know okay. what I mean? Due to the whole thing. So, yeah, wherever, uh, you know, as we were saying, wherever the help is needed, yeah, granted. Okay. So, you know, so my question, a, I guess, would be does New York have more of a need with a higher population than Montana? Uh, if it's more people, need is based on people. If it's more people. Are you well, I mean, I can't speak for everybody in New York, but I mean, it seems that we have the highest what toll, right? We're pertaining to this whole shit. So the states so, with the highest population. Oh, okay, let's well, let's the try the cities. The, the cities, the city with the highest population is New York City. The city with the second highest population in the United States is uh, Los Angeles, with Chicago being third, and Houston. Uh, I believe is it falls in well. Let me correct myself. Dallas is fourth, and um, then you would go over to Philadelphia, which is fifth, and Houston, well, which mean, falls in number six. Just assist accordingly. That's all. I'm not understanding what's the conflict here. We all yeah. want to get rid of this so disease. No one help each other. Okay, so you're trying so to I'm say not, like we want to not help people, like we don't want to help you because you're a Democrat. So, That's ridiculous. So I'm so I'm understanding why New York which has a higher population and apparently got hit with the virus first, a higher need, why should New York claim bankruptcy? Not necessarily true that they should. Just because, just because one guy says it doesn't make it so. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Mr. CSA. This is what Mitch, this is what Mitch McConnell said and Governor Cuomo. one guy. Mm -hmm. well, Governor Cuomo, but he's the person running your Senate. That's that one guy. He's the one guy with a lot and of the power. And the Senate's got lots of members that vote on things. Just because he runs it doesn't mean that he's in charge of all of them. I'm sorry, but that's how the system works. Okay. He brings the floor, doesn't he? I need, one second, guys. Um, and I people can to, vote or vote down. Okay, I need to know from my Not director. Not if he doesn't bring is, it to the floor. I need to know from my director, is uh, Bob from Long Island on the line? Okay, so I, I was mistaken. Um, yes, Brian, I you were making. I'm on, but I, I'm going in and out. I'm fading. Okay. I'm having connection uh, problems. Oh, no, that's not good. Okay, so uh, Bobby is here, but his connection is in and out, sort of like we are on this topic today. Why is it that New York should suffer having a higher population? Um, Brian, I'm going to ask you to take this. Nobody should suffer. And, you know, the question is relevant. Yes, we have more population. You're going to have more needs. I mean, that, that's common sense, y'all. Exactly. Okay, but but nobody's but, but, but refuting that. 
But Mitch McConnell is one guy. What? What? Okay. I mean, what he says. But, but, well, well, unfortunately, there. Mitch McConnell does have the ability to bring bills to the floor or not bring bills to the floor. So even if something passes in the House, if Mitch McConnell, who uh, calls himself the Grim Reaper, uh, decides not to bring a bill to the floor, it has a lot to do with it. If that okay. is his personal feeling, he can decide whether to table it or not. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take always these gonna, hypotheticals I'm, and these boogeymans and things that they might do. Why don't I, we talk about where the virus came from? But one second, one second, one second, or guys. UBI. I'm gonna add, I'm gonna change the direction of this conversation. I want to ask basic questions in regards to bailout and finance on this topic. Okay, so stick with me here. My next question: If America is not working, then who do we hold responsible? Sam Kuchera. Sam Kuchera. Rob says China. Sam Samuel Kuchera, would you take that? Yeah, I didn't quite hear the first part of your question. Again, I, and, and, the, and the question is pretty basic. If America is not working, unemployment is reaching depression level numbers, then Fantastic. who do we hold responsible? China. We hold China responsible because America is not working. No, because China I have too many people talking. One second, please. Sam, the virus, go ahead. The virus came from China, so China must be held responsible. China must be held responsible for the chi for the virus coming to America. But now, but but now, America is not working. My question is: In the present, Wait do we still look at China and say you need to get Americans working? Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Always so how go back is China to, always so, go back to the root cause? Always okay, go back so, to the root cause. So how is China going to get America working? They're not. America's yeah. going to get America working. Yeah. China's yeah. just going to yeah. be held accountable for the fact that we were ever not working. Look, Donald Trump, this president, is simply going to tell them to take their U.S. bond debt and shove it up their ass. Uh, we don't owe them anything. They owe us. And as far as beggars, there's a huge difference between somebody walking in the streets that's poor, that needs help from others, right. that you want to make sure they get fed, and that they don't have an empty belly. You want to make sure you help that person. Yes, we are obligated to help the hungry whenever we can. There's a big difference between that and somebody sitting at a governor's mansion who just spent $44.2 million of taxpayers' money on some pie-in-the-sky bullshit project because his brother owned the company that benefited, that turns around Dennis to the present, give me money. Big Rob, Arnold, I'm so happy that you said that because Whoa. part of the so fucking true, package, seriously. Start of this part of the stimulus package that just went out. It was reported that uh, a company, and I, and I'll let my research team dig up this information. A company was discovered to have gotten as much as 70 million in mm -hmm. funds of what was supposed to be part of the stimulus bailout. Now, this money, which we understand was supposed to be intended for Americans, um, you know, everyday people, small businesses, that businesses that had suffered dramatically, why are we spending $70 billion on one corporation? Oh, and 70 why million. Have, $70 million. Yeah. That was a bank error. The bank shouldn't have taken it. You know they're Don't in cahoots. You know they're in cahoots. Okay, yep. so we're, so we're saying the, so, Isn't that so we're the same say, company that's trying to return the money now? Uh, I've not heard that. Not in my research, I've not heard that. I believe they're trying to return the money because they knew they shouldn't have taken it. They knew okay. they should not have applied for it. I did it read that somewhere, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, um, they need to do an economic forensic. Alrighty. So I, um, you know, on this program, oftentimes we, we bash Trump or we praise Trump. And one of the things when, when Obama years ago was doing the bailouts, one of the things he implemented was the free phone. And so now we say, yeah, you have your Obama phone. Everyone knows the Obama phone is the free phone. Okay. It's a piece of shit, but we say I have my Obama phone. Now, if I move in a different direction and I ask about the bailout checks, everyone says, did you get your Trump check? Yep. I didn't get I didn't get my Trump is, check. No, what 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 sounds better, Obama phone or Trump check? Okay. Well, did you get your did you get your Trump check? <laughs> I don't I don't qualify for my Trump check. No, oh, you're not an American. <laughs> no, sir. I contribute far too much. Not not like you liberals. Oh, okay, okay. So anyone that is not of the upper middle class or upper bracket is is not contributing enough. Is that what I'm hearing? Pardon me? No, you're doing your best, all of you. You're cute with your little arguments. Okay. And your little right. whining and your little but boy that was, no, asking no, for more. We're not whining. Oh, you are. You're not giving us enough and you're not kind because we're all going to starve. And, I'm, and we're sitting we're standing there going, just like what Rob said, no one's going to let you starve. We're okay, just going to work a little bit. Just work. Yeah, but, but again, I'll but give you again, 20 bucks. I'm not going to give it you, to you for nothing. You haven't answered my question. So are we saying that people who are not of the upper middle or upper echelon are not contributing to society. Uh, just like a true American, I think that goes in. Contributing enough. Uh, well, I'll answer your question. Just like what Ron Paul said to wake everybody up, we should be talking about ourselves as individuals. Right. I'm not, I'm not one class of people. I'm not one group of people. I am an individual. So somebody only making $13,000 a year could be contributing way more than I do. And they can, that depends on how you measure contri contribution. They could be contributing to America in ways that I don't. They can be contributing to their neighborhoods, to their communities. They can be yeah. contributing to their families. To There's their millions schools. of variables. You know, I think what it really comes down to is the dispensation of human compassion. How do you dispense it? Now, a, a Republican will think in terms of, all right, I see this guy. He needs help. Uh, I'll give him an old suit that I no longer wear. I'll help him uh, figure out how to best interview, maybe make a couple calls, try and get him an interview and give him some cans of tuna to keep him, uh, uh, you know, not starving until such time as he gets himself on, on his feet. What a Democrat will do is they'll want to give him can after can after can after can after can of tuna. And then that keeps that person dependent upon them. A lot of that is really just them patting themselves on the back. Look, you can't make it in this world without me. I'm so great. And they take the money from everybody else to give that can after can after can of tuna. Okay. So let's the difference between Democrats okay. and Republicans. When it so, comes to so, so, so what I'd like to do, what I'd like to do here is I'd like to make a comparison and um, this current fiscal crisis is now being compared where they're saying the unemployment levels are similar to depression era, uh, depression era levels. It's going uh, past it. It's going past, being, it. It's, it's going past it. Now, um, if we look at history and we remember people jumping, jumping off of roofs, going onto train tracks, getting hit by trains, uh, people were losing their life savings. They were losing all of their wealth. Um, I don't know how this is a Republican issue or how this is a Democrat issue. It's neither one of those. It's an act it's of war by China. It's an act of war by China. Look at the sheer look at look at the sheer genius of this virus. 
Well, like, let's think about this for a second, okay? First of all, it gets rid of the old, which are nothing but a burden on society, let's be honest. And it gets rid of those who are already, um, let's say, whose health is already compromised, which so often you wind believe, up being so a burden. you believe in the just, conspiracy factor. It's not a conspiracy, okay? I'm looking at data, and let me just share my point. Real right? and I'll make, it real, I'll make it as concise as humanly possible. The thing is, is that this virus is genius. I, you would engineer something that would have these ramifications on two different levels. The first level is the fact that you get rid of the weakest among us in society. Number two, you break down the, e the economy of the target, so you don't have to bomb anything, you don't have to invade anything, and you can buy anything on the cheap, because I'm buying shit on the cheap on the stock market right now. Okay, and I know it, I know it's only me. And the other thing, which is also the echo effect, is that you also get rid of the weakest among us in society. What do I mean by that? This continued isolation will find those who have mental weakness, and I don't mean to diminish people to depression. I don't mean to say that they're less than us. They need help from us, but this will root them out because they will solve the problem themselves by ending themselves. Because they're saying okay. this is a problem right now. Okay, I'm gonna ask you to stop there for a second. I'm gonna ask everybody on the panel to be quiet. Is there anything that Mr. CSA said that is untrue? Now, before you guys answer the question, let me, be on, let me state unequivocally that I agree with what he has said 101% as the host of the show. Is there anyone on the panel that disagrees with what he just said? This is an attack from China. There's no two ways about it. So we are in germ warfare. Yes. This is an attack. This has caught us off guard and we are caught with our pants down. Is there anyone that disagrees with that? Oh, we are definitely not caught with our pants down. It's not that it caught us off guard. Right, it's that right, a deadly right. virus is going to do damage, period. Right. Okay. And their bribing of the WHO is what actually threw us off because we thought it was a reliable source of information. Because okay. it was nothing but a Chinese source of disinformation, that's what well, caused us not to be properly okay. prepared. No, 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 no. Let me come back for a second because yeah, lies. Lies. Mr. Rob Arnold, Mr. Rob Arnold, okay, Mr. Rob Arnold has said that we are not caught with our pants down, that this is something that came from China. Now, if you, look at the, if you look at the Washington Post, uh, as <laughs> recently as a week ago, there was an entrepreneur who created masks. And some years ago, in creating, um, in, in, in creating this company that was making American-made masks, he was trying to get a contact, uh, contract with the U.S. government. What the U.S. government did was said, hey, you know, we don't have a need for that right now. And suddenly slowly but surely they started outsourcing the creation of these masks. Now we're in a situation that we know that pharmaceuticals are mostly coming out of China. We know that uh, we have an issue with hospital beds, but now we're finding out that American companies who could have produced these masks in volume up to, um, up to, the, uh, up to the level that was medically proficient they could not get the business from the U.S. government. So we hear many people have voted for Trump because of buy American, hire American. Fuck yeah. Guys on the right, explain to me why an American entrepreneur could not get a contract from the U.S. government. And now within this administration, there is a whistleblower. I believe his name is Bradley, but I may be mistaken. And he, right. um, he's being retaliated against. What's happening? 
Well, who the hell knows what, what, what you know? She's talking about some guy named Bradley, maybe sort of somewhere who was saying something. Uh, nope. look, it's an investigated story. Details as to why that man didn't get that contract with the United States government. It's not as if somebody can just come along and say, "Look, I have widgets. You're definitely going to." But need this them. is not the first time this has happened with this administration. So when someone brings up an issue and says, "We have a flaw here. We have a shortcoming. We have a lack," they they're silenced, and then we see retaliation. Now, Rob Arnold. Is, is you're a person who, when Trump, in, in his campaign, when there's a mistake made, you're someone that's reasonable enough as a Republican to say they should have handled that differently. Now, this is, this is, this is a Caucasian male, so this isn't like, so, you know, one of those people of color, one of those minorities from one of those crime states saying, hey, give me a handout. This is the person that tried to communicate with the government and said, hey, let's make these masks. Let's prepare for the possibility of a pandemic. Now, let me continue this story a little bit. Because China and Hong Kong, when they were at the height of their pandemic, started, o started ordering from this U.S. company. And he was trying to communicate with the U.S. government to say, are you going to have a need? Do you have a problem coming? We have machines that are sitting stagnant that if you have the need, I would need to get the order in now so that I can meet the need. To this day, we are ordering masks, gowns, and medication from outside the country. You're wrong. Tell me how I'm wrong. Go ahead, Samuel Kachera. To this day, we are ordering masks, gowns, and everything from within the country. Yes, so where are they coming from? They're coming from companies like Ford, like, like um, the, the, uh, the MyPillow guy. Yeah, my pillow guy, he's producing the gowns and whatnot. That's right. That's right. Robert. How long has that been, Sam? Uh, over a month, I believe. Yeah, a yeah. month. A month. So we're in the month of May. So this started in April. That is correct. But we had a company that was able to do this as early as January. So when we saw that there was a problem in China, where you were, when Hong Kong, okay, which, which kind of operates financially separate from the mainland of China, was ordering from this U.S. company, why would our own government Excuse not me, support mistake, this U.S. company? Your, mis your mistake is, in January, mistake. in January, all the Democrats were riling against the, the president yep. to say that there was no problem. Right, and but your president said the, the same information, thing. And the information, no, from, the shut w down China. And the information from the WHO was that there is no problem. Only Trump had the vision to. So, but why are we always blaming? Why are we always blaming someone else? So, what is Trump responsible for? What do you mean? For? They, they either got in his way or they didn't. We they can did. only blame. We can only. Okay. Blame, we can only blame one side. So, is Trump responsible for anything? At this point, what do you want him to be responsible for? Why don't you opening, figure it out? Opening his big mouth in ways that he shouldn't sometimes. Sure, that's about it. Go right. for it. Right. Go for it. He speaks his mind. Big deal. Right. Right. But what is that? What is he responsible for? For the country. What, 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 any part of what negative has happened, he's responsible for the country. So we know Why? that we have an increase in certain states of this virus. We know that people in the South are now protesting, red states are protesting, saying, we don't want the lockdowns. We want our freedom to be able to travel without retribution. Hey, it's a bunch of horseshit, that's why. And I'll tell you why. Uh, you had the New York City Health Commissioner saying, I'll see you at the parade. No, 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 stop, stop, oh, stop, stop. Oh, that's how Hold it got on. seated. Guys, 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 There's guys, no guys, note of that. Smearing. That's how it got you're, seated. Rob Arnold, Rob Arnold, you're smearing. Hold on, and I'm going to tell you. smearing anything. I'm telling I you what I just said. He told you exactly what they said. That's exactly okay. what he said. One second, Mr. CSA. In the southern states, 
in Texas, Austin, Texas, in Florida, in, in, even in New England, blue New England, you have people saying, I do not want to shelter in place. I do not want my government restricting my movement. Now, the messages that are coming out were this was a hoax. You guys have blamed the Democrats, the Republic, your, your commander in chief got on air and, and at one point said himself, this is a hoax. We'll he never it, said that. We'll have, he, hey. we, we'll, well, then why Rob, did I watch it? Rob, don't fall for the shame and blame. That's no, I'm not Paul, right? this, that's, that's what the structure of this question is. It's like, oh, he should be ashamed that he said that. Brian Parker, Brian Parker, Brian Parker, why do those... It's a flat-out right? mischaracterization. One second, Rob, yeah, Brian Parker, yeah. one second, Mr. CSA. Brian Parker, why do those on the right refuse to take any responsibility for any Holy part of the shit. crisis that we're How is that You sound like a crazy ex-girlfriend when you say shit like that. It's directed to Rob Arnold. I'm sorry, you're right to Brian Parker. Go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. They were speaking while you were asking the question. I think you yes, were asking Yes, they were. Me. And that happens quite often. <laughs> and again, I will, I will ask, why is it that with the current challenges that we have, if anything negative happens, Trump is not responsible for any of the negative? Why is that? I could tell you why. Go ahead, I don't want you to, though. Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> Well, I mean, because it, because then they feel they. like, okay, well, yeah, they, I mean, if, if I can get a word out without a comment, that would be nice, but probably Verbal assault, man. too fucking much right now. Yeah. Um, and, and, that, and, and that's really what it is. They just don't want to sit there and have any blemish. They want everything to seem perfect. It's like right now how Trump's saying everything's going to go away on its own. We won't even need a vaccine. Uh, all the jobs are going to come right back. Everything's going to be rosy. Oh, they I, so I, are. I, I, it's going to be awesome. A, I, I want to be a cheerleader for my country and stuff like that. None of that is grounded in facts. You guys are just, It's not grounded in facts. So in other words, you think we're going to have this unemployment like this forever then? Is that what you're actually saying? Of course he's saying I don't know. Actually, Brian, to address your last comment, watch Bloomberg and CNBC. Those are the facts for you. Okay, guys, guys, you know something? You know something? I like the bullying part of it because, you know... Bullying? Bullying? Who's being a bully? Well, you know, when you have three people that are talking over one, it's bullying. Pretty much. So I want to go ahead and ask Brian. Brian Parker, please finish your statement. I want to understand from the left point of view why we feel that the right doesn't take any responsibility when Trump comes up short. For, for number one, I think if you really, really got them some truth serum, they would admit that they think Trump is an idiot. Um, but if they have to admit that, if they had to admit that, oh then then we then they would never be able to live that down. They've joined themselves to Trump. There are no more blame. There are no more Republicans out there. They're just Trump people, and they know that they have to go down with this shit like they go down. With He's the united the party actually. He has not. Uh, now look at this tactic. Is the same thing? He has taken it hostage. And he has it he hasn't he hasn't taken he, he did he's, he did what he did what Bernie Sanders people wish Bernie had the balls to do to the Democrats. That's all Trump did. Okay, but we're not talking about Bernie Sanders now. One second, Mr. CSA, one second, Mr. Rob Arnold. Um I, I'd like to know if um if, bullying me. Oh. I'd like to, I'd, I'd like to know if our buddy from Long Island uh can hear me right now. 
And I'd like to know what is conservative about the current crisis and status that we're in right now? What is conservative? I don't think Bobby's here. Okay, great. He's gone. Anyway, moving over to Mr. Samuel Kachira. Sam, what are the pros about the current situation that we are in? Americans are not working. Uh, we don't know when states are going to open. States are beginning to open, and we have a concern about a viral flare-up. What is good about what's happening right now? You know, I'm glad you asked that question. If you guys could give me a moment to give you, so let you have my point of view on that. So this whole virus thing, this is a bad thing. But let me tell you, as, as it was stated in the beginning until this very moment, it was stated that it is a strain of a flu. Corona is a flu strain. And there are many. So you're asking about a pro. So these flu strains, none of them have a cure. None of them. So... If they don't have a cure, we've never shut down schools and, 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 and um, we've never shut down businesses. We've never done stay at home, social distancing, none of that for any of the flus other than this one. And you should be asking yourself why. Why? But you're asking about a pro. The pro is we now have new education on a strain of a flu that is not behaving like a regular flu. It's like a flu on steroids. And therefore, we should be, and we will be, going back to work pretty soon. Sorry about that, Brian, because it's going to happen. Everybody's revolting now because they want to go back to work. Oh, when yeah. they get back to work. When they get back to work, not if, but when. When they get back to work, everyone in the government should be preaching now about now we've had education on this flu. So, so do we know what we need to know? What we do much. know is practice social distancing, wear your mask, and maintain good hygiene and don't touch your face. These are the things when you're going back to work, you should be remembering this because you are not going to blame the government if you come down or somebody in your family comes down with the virus and then dies because um, you're pushing, you are pushing to go back to work. I've got you a concern though. I've got a concern, Sam, and I want to continue with you. Your commander in chief, your pro Trump. Trump understands China. He understands this germ war with China as we have deemed it on this program. Why isn't Trump wearing a mask? You don't need, we don't need it. We don't need it. Uh, that, uh, uh, that's it. That's a Samuel. Go ahead, Sam. Apparently, he's being tested on a daily basis, and the people around him are being tested on a daily basis, and therefore he feels very comfortable when he gets in front of the audience or in front of the press, whoever. And they are, they all apparently are maintaining the social distancing. This is why he's not wearing a mask. I think there's a more ethereal reason. He's showing that men are back in the saddle. That's right. That is exactly. That could be another reason. Yeah, definitely. He's sending that message out there. It's just like when I walk around Manhattan, I don't have my mask. And just well, like when, when I walk outside, I don't wear my mask. Raul, you have worn a mask basically every single time that we have met. We've remained anywhere from four to six yeah, feet apart. Yeah, but I wear it on my chin unless we're going into a store or some shit like that. You know, right. Why don't we take a look at what Tokyo did? Hmm? Why does everybody take a look at what Tokyo did? They didn't social distance. They didn't do any of this crazy crap. I've been to Tokyo four or five times. That so city is, is crazy crowded. Why? Because they didn't do any of this crap. I'm going to I'm gonna piggyback on what's like what Sam said. Look. There's something fishy about this whole deal. Right. We've never done this with a flu before. 
We've never done this with a flu before. And they okay. certainly self-isolation actually lets it gestate and makes it worse. Yeah. Ah, yes. okay. Where, where are yep. we getting that information from? Those two doctors that they won't let speak, that they actually banned on Facebook. Tucker Carlson had them. Those yep. two guys from California. And there's a um, study out from the UK that just came out that showed that social isolation, it was just released three days ago, if you do a search on it, that showed that it may have actually had the opposite effect. See, we're being played, and we're being played by an op that's still in play right now by the CIA that they talked about. Any of the listeners out there, I'm going to keep this short, Google the Church Commission. Oh, man, brother. Okay, love you. <laughs> what was that? What happened? The other one. No, no, no. I just saw something. You know, never mind. I got distracted because I've got, I've got a mind like a gerbil. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Um, this video, uh, I have a brother who is a libertarian who was supposed to be on today's program. Um, because yesterday was Mother's Day, he is still recuperating. So... Um, libertarians this this video well that's they, they're right leaning with you guys so oh, fuck no not my camp okay. the coronavirus pandemic shows the the how fucked up their philosophy is because we had a libertarian type government our response to this pandemic would have been well hey you're on your own buddy that would have been the entire response <laughs> but, but but wait a minute Seriously. We're, but but we're sending out a mixed message we're sending out a message that states should be able to handle the crisis How's that a mixed but message? we're also we're also sending out a message that trump is in charge trump is fucking in charge the states have their own right to do what they need to do what's hard to understand about that so we set either, america up in the first place so so it's either the federal government is in charge and going to make the no 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 you need to review the constitution the buddy to see that it really works okay the federal government is in charge of a certain set of things that govern all the states together but each state in of itself has the right to actually enact its own internal laws as long as they don't go after the basic what is it the bill of rights or something like that anything like, yeah there you go that's the way this whole thing's set up so you can think of kentucky like um belgium and sort of like new york sort of like london we're all together, right? But we all have our own thing going on there, except we speak the oh. same language. Unless you go down okay. south. One second, Raul. Okay, Raul, do you believe this economy will reveal Trump's vulnerability? Oh, man, I can't answer that fucking question. It will reveal his vulnerability. Okay, let's, let's, let's try this question differently. Okay, so Raul, let me ask you the question this way. Yeah, no one, no one is, real. no one is working, and an election is coming up. Does that bode well for Trump? Watch what happens in the next three months. No, not oh. at the, not at the, not at the present standpoint. Of course not. Of but course yeah, not. There are going to be some changes coming through. Yeah, we are going to be back at work soon. Yeah, we'll just take it from there. You know what I mean? Bingo. And it all bodes well I mean, for Trump because he's the only one that can fix all this. Yeah, if you had any choice between. If I was running for that part of office, I think uh, I, I think, well, as I was telling somebody yesterday, dude, it's it's really all a matter of, you know, like that good Samaritan, how we each interact with one another, how we assist one another, how we Bingo. shit out Holy together, shit. Dude. you know what I mean? But yes, to each his own. You got you got to do what you have to do. If you don't do it, I got to, you know, we aren't responsible for everybody, you know? Okay. Like, so who are we responsible for? Ourselves. Okay. So if we're responsible for ourselves, what about the ones in the nursing homes? No one can enter a nursing home because they're restricted. 
Well, and Andrew Cuomo. Uh, Say thank if, you to Andrew Cuomo for that. And if I may, he killed five thousand uh, seniors. Andy Cuomo. It's not just New York. It's fucking guys. liable. It's not just New York. So no, they followed his model because they followed his freaking brilliant idea. Another liberal, brilliant brainstorm. But it's so COVID nineteen patients in nursing homes. Okay, so Mr. Hey, C- whenever <laughs> the most vulnerable people in the world. <laughs> see, I'm hearing a pattern here. When everything, whenever anything goes wrong, it's liberal. Whenever anything, because they're the ones that are doing it wrong. It was. It was not President Trump who said put COVID nineteen patients among the most vulnerable to to COVID nineteen. That was Governor Andy Cuomo of the Empire State of New York. It's not finger pointing. It's pointing out okay. factual. But, but Rob, but Rob Arnold, the numbers are going down in New York. Liberal New talking York, about a the numbers thing. are going you're down. Waiting and you're pivoting right now. He's no, talking about no, no. the veracity I, of what I, you just said. Okay, but yeah. but as a host of the show, I understand the direction that the the conversation is going, and the conversation is going in the fact that the numbers are going down in New York. I've not heard one right leaning correspondent say. It's attributed to Governor Cuomo and the decisions that he's making. And Governor Cuomo currently has an 80% approval rating in his state. Because it isn't. Because it isn't. It isn't what? No, it isn't attributable to him. Something's going on because, like, um, I don't want to overshare, but I have a a friend who's a doctor, and she works in a lab at, at a hospital down in PA. And one of the things that they're doing is that they're getting paid double if they actually classify a death in a hospital from the insurance company. If it's at, if they say that they don't know what the cause of death is, if they put COVID, they um, get paid once from the insurance company, then they get yeah. paid twice from the government. So every yeah. single time that they have a death that they don't know, they can't quantify. Okay. Because, no, but you want to, so you're looking, you're looking, you're looking but, but yeah. you're looking at you want, you want, you want clear cut, you want clear cut evidence of that. Look at the amount of people buried. Look at the amount of people buried in Potter's Field. When you look at the amount of people buried in Potter's Field, then you will understand what's really going on here. Exactly. Because person who dies on the street who winds up in Potter's Field, they're not in a hospital. They're in a morgue and they're processed. And if they know they're going to get it paid twice and they have a budget deficit, oh, hell yeah, they're going to take that opportunity. They're going right for that money, you bet. Exactly. Okay. So this whole stimulus bailout is sort of a scam. You just identified itself. Do you think that when you found that company that got $70 million, this shit like that are like roaches, okay? There ain't just one. Shit like it's that is lies. It's not just it's not just one. And shit like that is where the bitch cheats because it ain't just the first time. Okay, but I didn't say company. I said a corporation. A corporation is a company. You again are no. splitting hairs. You're playing no. some politics. No. How about this? No. An entity no. that makes let's, money. Let's be clear. Let's <laughs> be clear. A, a person selling bananas on the street corner makes money and they're a company. But a person selling bananas on the street corner is not a corporation. The word I know that. You could be banana co. You could have 15 people working under right, him. You don't right, know that. Andy, you don't know what he's got going on. Hold on, hold on. He could have incorporated. Rob Arnold, the word wow. I said was corporation. Yeah, yeah I know. I Once you incorporate, you are a corporation. Don't you see okay. that? A corporation. Come on. Somebody who the person selling bananas on the street is a sole proprietor. You're come well, on. You don't know how they set up their business. He can have twenty stands. Are you asking me if I don't know? I know business. Yeah, I am the exactly. okay. Forget they it. Have a number of okay. stands and have it. So, yeah. so let's so let's try this differently. Since Just like my books, to, I had a comic book store in Twenty Third Street, Manhattan. I had five guys on the street selling comic books for me from my central location. 
Okay. And you were how, incorpor- and I was and I was incorporated. Uh, how yeah. about this? How yeah. about this? Major years corporation. Ago. I missed major that. corporation. It's a major corporation. And see, this whole conversation is went bananas because we're trying to justify, we're now trying to justify larger entities giving, getting $70 million, but some of you still haven't gotten the stimulus check. Who the hell is trying to justify that? And what Nobody. I want is why you're trying to drag the president when clearly an act of war has been enacted on this nation. We should be talking about that and how we need to come together as so, a country. That, I think, is really the priority. Meanwhile, leading Democrats, leading leading Democrats are in league with the CC. Here's what we do from the right, is we overtalk. Now, if this is an act of war, as you have declared, then the president should have declared an act of war, and he should have utilized... One second, please. He should have utilized every resource available to fight the enemy, and that has not happened. Now, this is a new type of warfare. And what the president did do in response to this, which oddly all of the media is silent about, except the Australian news. If you watch Sky News Australia, America and Australia have moved their entire navies, or wait, just the Seventh Fleet, in the um, China Sea. They're patrolling it up and down, and and they're daring a Chinese boat to fuck with them. They're oh, daring them to fuck with But them. we're missing the point here. We're missing the point. How am I missing the point? That and, was his and, reaction. And one second, guys. I need I need Brian Parker and Raul to add into this. Um, we only have Wait, a few I minutes stepped left off. I, didn't, I, I stepped off for a minute. I didn't. I had a bunch of okay. questions. Okay. I was okay. ranting about the real thing, though. Okay. So, um, so, so Mr. CSA has said. God, Brian, you're so at, diminutive to me. He's we so- are at war. Being that we're at war, when war is declared, it means that we use resources available to fight the battle and to go against the enemy. Yet, we've only been making mass nationally for four weeks. You have no idea what the government's doing. Yeah. You have no idea what the government's doing right now. We could be waging a cyber war. Well, actually, I knew the Navy moved to the South China Seas. I knew that. But, but the COVID virus is going past the Navy. And if you're killing all the people on the boat with the virus, then what good is the boat in the water if the people are dying on the boat? So basically what you said with that sentence was that there's a massive magic cloud of COVID virus. And once it passes over the ships, everyone's dead and it renders them useless. That's ridiculous. <laughs> But unfortunately, that's not what I said. Brian Parker, that's you exactly what you said. Brian you Parker, said you want to add something? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I was just uh, watching this crazy show. Um, <sighs> Liberal. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said, you said he wants to be liberated from this crazy show. Brian Parker, please take it away. Mm, amen to that, brother. Um, no, I, I mean, I don't even know where to go with this right now, to be honest with you. This is all over the place. Um, There's a lot of confusion. Well, okay. I mean, I mean, declaring war, declaring war can mean a lot of different things. They are right about that. The problem with it is, is that nothing is being made clear. Nothing's been ah. clear really today, and nothing's being clear uh, coming from the administration. Um, nothing is being based on science. Everything's being based on feelings. Everything is a political calculation. It's all about his reelection. It has nothing to do with how many people are dying. Wow. And by the way, uh, do you quantify is? a statement like that? How okay. can you quantify that? Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys have been quantifying a lot of shit for the last hour. 
Like wow. how many people we're, we're died in a nursing home? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to stop there because we need, unfortunately we need to wrap up. Um, and I think a good point is being made is that uh, the virus doesn't discriminate with left or right, rich or poor, black or white. Uh, we have boats in the water. We have feet on the ground, but we are fighting a visible enemy as well as an invisible enemy. And it is the invisible enemy that's killing us. I want to thank our audience for tuning into Verbal Assault Livestream, or a political podcast. And we are coming to you remotely. Uh, we are very passionate. We are fiery. And if you feel that your point of view needs to be heard or you have something to contribute to the program, I'd like you to reach out to our production manager at Cast Crew 212, C A S T C R E W 212 at Gmail and put in the subject line live stream guest and we'll have you on as a commentator possibly. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for contributing, whether you contributed to us through Anchor, Patreon, or Twitch. Um, we want to have you tune back in. Now, tomorrow's su subject, sorry. To, uh, Wednesday, May 13th. Um, I'm, I'm a little screwed up here. Uh, Tara Reid and the Joe Biden accusations. Where is the Me Too movement and where is the media? I want to thank all of my panelists. I'm your host, Marky Devereaux, and I am signing us off. Talk to you on Wednesday.